Thank you for being a listener of the We Are LA Tech podcast. To support and collaborate with the community, become an MVL Most Valuable Listener. You'll have ad-free episodes and join us on our monthly Zoom calls with other podcast listeners and get to know the community at wearelatech.love. Linked in the show notes. In the old days, the TV people would have never, oh, Give him a show? Yeah, yeah. We're not giving him a show. Yeah, we're not. Forget that guy. But I love that now anybody can have a show and it doesn't really matter what Hollywood thinks. Imagine living your normal day and getting your car fueled up on demand. Seriously. Check out LA Startup Refill Fuel and enter code WEARLATECH for $10 off. That's Refill Fuel. It's amazing. Literally, you can be anywhere and have your gas totally topped off the tank and not even have to deal with it. No more gas stations. So go to RefillFuel.com. That's R-E-F-I-L-L-F-U-E-L.com. Code WeRLATech for $10 off. We could not do this without the community believing in our vision together. We Are LA Tech is independently funded, funded by you, the community. So to support We Are LA Tech, go to patreon.com slash we are LA Tech. That's P-A-T-R-E-O-N dot com slash we are LA Tech. Hey, everyone. My name is Brian Nickerson. I'm here guest hosting We Are LA Tech. Today, our guest is Chad Saley. CEO and co-founder of Social Blue Book. Chad, welcome to the show. Thanks for having me. This is awesome. So good to have you here. Um, so so to get started, t- talk to us a little bit. What's, what's Social Blue Book? Social Blue Book was founded by creators uh, to help them get a better understanding of what they should charge for, their, for doing branded integration spots. So to give you an example, you're a YouTuber and a brand comes to you and says, I want you to promote my product. How do you know what you're worth? Right. Yeah. So social blue book, uh, you know, a lot of people say, Oh, it's kind of like a Kelly blue book, but social blue book tells you your value for social. And that's how we started off. And now we are a suite of business tools for influencers or creators. So I remember seeing you, we, we met probably, I don't know, six months ago, nine months ago for the first time. But I remember actually seeing you speak at a, uh, at, at an VidCon. event at VidCon. Yep. Um, and, and like, Within five seconds, I was like, this is brilliant because so be, like, and that the, for me, the blue book thing really is what brought that home. Mm-hmm. Um, cause a lot of creators, right. This whole explosion, a lot of creators don't know what they're worth. Right. Yeah. We're, 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 we're all about empowering the creators and the key information that people would hold back from creators, like take it, you are a manager or, uh, and this isn't everybody, but a manager or an agent, a lot of them weren't sharing with the talent what they were getting paid. So we were like, we need to help clear this up. So a bunch of creators got together. And once again, this isn't speaking bad about managers and agents. This is just how we came about, mm-hmm. you know, cause it's Hollywood. You got good people and you got bad people like with any business. So we were upset that, you know, there were a lot of creators that were, you know, that, uh, let me tell you one quick famous story. There was a multi-channel network that a creator worked for or that a creator that was a part of. And, um, he was offered $10,000 to do a branding deal, right? Well, uh, the intern for that network accidentally sent the creator the entire deal in an email, right? Guess how much that deal was for? It was for a hundred thousand dollars. 
<laughs> so the creator just had a heart attack. He's like, wait a minute, I'm getting 10,000 and you're getting a hundred. What the, and he's like, yeah, yeah, you yeah. were supposed to see that. And he goes, what do you mean? I was supposed to see that. And he freaked out and he said, I'm going to leave the, the network. I want to give me, I went out of my contract unless, you know, I'm going to go public with this and they, Oh, we'll get you out of your contract. So that was kind of the start of it. We kept hearing stories like that. Mm -hmm. So when I went to, uh, Casey LeVere, Shea Carl's brother, Shea Carl, a bunch of other EB family, a bunch of big creators. And I said, Hey, here's what we're trying to do. Uh, they said, yeah, that is the right thing to do. Let's do this. So mm -hmm. we all put in some money and we started social blue book. And Chad, you're a creator yourself yeah, as well. Yep. Yeah. So you have a unique, cause I feel like there's a lot of, for me, that's unique from a startup perspective. You've got a lot of people who have business expertise, right. Or have done different things, but like to, to be a creator and intimately understand those problems that as a creator you face and your friends face. Right. And then start a company to help solve those is, is pretty cool. Yeah. 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 And that's kind of <laughs> how like, um, yeah, I, I kind of, I, I moved to LA to get into entertainment business, make a long story short. I started a production company while I was working at the network ABC and on air promos. And then, uh, from there, I became one of Disney's largest vendors, but then I lost track of why I came to Hollywood. Like most people wanted to have my show. And I, then I found out about this thing called YouTube and I did that. And I, you know, a guy named Phil DeFranco promoted my, my show said, Hey, I think this is one of the funny shows on YouTube. It's called the clip critics. And, uh, it blew up overnight and I fell in love with this platform. Now this was at a time in 06, 07 before mm. you got paid. Yeah. So as a creator, I didn't really care about the money. I was making money with my production company. I just loved having my freedom of speech and being able to be a creator and, 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 and you know, have my voice heard. So, uh, you know, I fell in love with the world and eventually, uh, I, you know, we used to make fun of other creators. One of them was a guy named Danny Zappin. And he was the CEO and founder of a company called Maker Studios, which a lot of you guys may or may not know. It went on to sell to Disney for a large chunk of money. And uh, he ended up uh, hiring me there and acquiring my production company because he says, you know, television mm -hmm. and YouTube, the internet world. I want somebody who knows both. So I went over there and that's when I learned about this whole world. And, and shortly after I left to maker was when I felt like, you know what? I know what creators are getting paid. Mm -hmm. We know what creators are getting paid. The creators just don't know what they should be getting paid. Mm -hmm. And that's kind of how it all came about. And like I said, I have a heart for the creators because I am a creator. Yeah. So, so were you in 2006, you were creating con like in your spare time just yeah, for fun, just for fun. My wife, yeah. we means three guys. We put $5,000 each into account because we did, we picked the worst format for YouTube. It was animation and it's very expensive. <laughs> oh, wow. It's not like you can crank one of these out every day, like a vlog. So it took like weeks to do these animations. So we threw 5,000 each into a pot, three of us, Kurt, James and I, and 15 grand. And we, we started building a toolkit for animation and, uh, and then we started animating and, uh, you know, we had a deal at comedy central and they were trying to, uh, at the time they really wanted to have, uh, a lot of control of it. And we didn't want them to have control and mm -hmm. YouTube gave us that freedom. So we put the money in the pot and, and, uh, it was a struggle because we weren't making any money. And my wife and all my friends thought we were crazy, but I didn't care. I was having fun and yeah. I felt free. I loved it. Yeah. So, you know, it wasn't about the money for me. I mean, that's, you can, as a, when you consume content, I feel like you can tell when someone's really having fun. And then because like the stuff is awesome yeah. when they're having fun. And yeah. that's like part of why it it's really part of why you right? do it. I mean, if you're not yeah. having fun, it's funny. Cause we went for, uh, we stopped for a year or two and we only stopped because 
we weren't having fun and we weren't, we were only doing this for fun. Yeah. We weren't doing it because we had to do it. So we were like, well, we just take a year off. And we're like, all right, let's take a year off. So we stopped doing clip critics for a while. And, and then, uh, and then we brought it back two years later and all our fans were like, where the hell have you been? They were mad at us, but yeah, you need to really love doing this. If you're doing this, just, if you do social media, just for the money, you're doing it for the wrong reasons. Right. Uh, just like anything. Yeah. You know, if you're not passionate about what you're doing, then what are you, what are you doing it for? <laughs> right. Good words to live by. Yeah, Absolutely. Yeah. So, and with Social Blue Book, you, so you started out really providing information to creators for what, for right, what they're worth. Yeah. And then you've launched some new products recently. Yeah. Yeah. So we started off telling creators their values for Instagram, Twitter, Facebook, uh, YouTube, and uh, Instagram. And uh, we realized creators- Snapchat, Snapchat too? We know Snapchat, they, we don't have API access yeah. to that, but that's one yeah. of the ones on our, we have a lot of people who are like, oh, we want Musical.ly. We want this. We want, but we started off with those five. We had Vine, but you know, rest in peace. Uh, so <laughs> uh, we, uh, we realized that the creators still needed other tools to continue to do their deals. So the new business tool- tools. Um, one is it builds a media kit where you can send a link to an mm. advertiser and say, Hey, here's my, here's my media kit with all of my important metrics for my YouTube or my Twitter or my Instagram. And it automates a media kit. So as your viewership goes up or down, uh, you don't have to keep updating, uh, you know, like a PDF, you know, uh, and keep updating wow. all the information. It automates that for you. And the next tool was a proposal tool that allows you to send a proper proposal. You can attach your media kit and it has escrow built in. So if the advertiser hits accept, you go into escrow and we only take 5% on the creator side. Uh, and then uh, we charge the advertiser 5%, but it's 5% only to the creator. So that is if the deal is accepted and it goes into escrow and it protects the creator because a lot of creators have been getting screwed with overseas sales or deals, mm -hmm. right? Mm -hmm. Hey, they prom you promote the product and you never hear from the guy again. Right. So we wanted to put an end to that. So that's the new tool that we have out. Once again, it's media kit and proposals with escrow. Yeah. So the media kit, I mean, I, I think that idea is brilliant, right? Because a lot of creators, especially if they're small and they don't have management, right? Or they haven't gotten right. to a place where they like have support around them. It's like create a media kit. Like, where do I start? Right. I hear that from an influencer, right? How do you know and what you're worth? Yeah. How, how do, do you build a media kit? Yeah. And how do, how do you prove that worth in a way that an advertiser, someone at a brand actually wants to consume and that tells a story that they go, yes, like we want to sponsor you. We want to partner with you. We want to do something with your channel. That's exactly right. That's, you know, because like the, the, once you get, once you guys get like creative for you creators out there, once you get over a certain level, let's say 500,000 followers or more, you then have everybody wants to represent you managers and agents. Yeah. Uh, but what about all the little people? What like, you know, you have a hundred, the micros that have like, let's say 20,000 in following their deals are very small. Nobody wants to help them out and you don't know how to negotiate or help yourself out. Mm -hmm. So that's kind of how our tools came about is to help not only the little people, but we're also finding some of the bigger creators are starting to use the tools too, because they realize, why am I giving up all these percentages when I don't really need to? Right. right. So, but uh, you know, that's how we, that's what we have. Yeah. Very cool. Um, so that, that's on the media kit side. Mm -hmm. um, and then in terms of the, the escrow, that's, that, that is a big challenge, right. For creators. And like, you get burned once and that's like it. Yeah. <laughs> right. Um, and so that, so that tool, if I'm understanding it right, a, a creator basically knows if like this partnership is going to go through and as long as they deliver on their side of the deal, which is the content piece and whatever amazing stuff right. they're creating for the brand, they know they're going to get paid. They don't have to worry about that. Yeah. Social blue book will tell you, it will say, Hey, uh, you have been funded. 
Yeah. The money is in escrow. You can start production. Yeah. So we will let you know if the advertiser hits accept and funds um, the project. Amazing. So that's very important because last thing you want to do is, you know, I, we knew somebody, a guy named Rich, a friend of mine, he did a project for, I won't say the brand, but it was a $14,000 shoot. He did the shoot and then he started editing it and they said, you know what? Sorry, Rich, forgot to tell you, our, our, our boss said that they wanted to cancel it. He's like, I already jumped out of an airplane and shot all this footage for you guys. And they're like, yeah, we're sorry about that. Yeah. He's like, I just lost $12,000. Yeah. So this, that was the start of, all right, now we have another problem we need to fix for the creators. So that's how, yeah, once again, I feel like we're firemen for the creators. We just put out fires. <laughs> <laughs> that's so good. We should be wearing fire hats yeah, as, we, exactly. as we record. <laughs> I love that. Um, so Chad, you're from Florida originally. Yeah, I grew up in Fort Lauderdale, Florida and went to film school in Orlando. And uh, they kept saying Orlando was going to be Hollywood East. I went to Valencia College in Orlando, for those of you from Orlando. And uh, they kept saying it was going to be Hollywood East and nothing ever happened. And I realized after seven years, it's funny because I saw my idol at the time was Steven Spielberg as a director. And he mentioned Valencia College, the school. And I found out seven years into the school and being there, he was just reading a teleprompter. Uh, because Valencia had a partnership with the Universal Studios at the time. And it was a big deal. This is this is many years ago. So I realized uh, that if I wanted to get serious about the business, I feel like if you want to get in the theater, you got to move to New York. Mm-hmm. If you want to get in TV and film, you kind of got to move to LA. Mm-hmm. So one of the best things I did was I acquired the skill of an avid editor. Uh, I thought nonlinear editing was going to be the future. And I moved to LA because my buddy Kurt said you should come out here. And I moved out with my wife and, uh, and, uh, I never looked back. It was the best thing I had ever done for myself. I went from washing dishes as a bar back at a Baja beach club to ended up with my own, uh, production company, uh, with the building right across the street from universal studios. Everything in my life changed because I took that action of moving to LA. Wow. You know what I mean? I think yeah. like if you want to get in an industry, you got to move where the industry is, right? Yeah. You got to be there and start to create those connections yeah. and, and learn from the best, be around the best. Yeah. Right? And, and fortunately, yeah. the new industry we're in, you know, we're in yeah. uh, is uh, the uh, influencer creator YouTube uh, space. Yeah. So, uh, you know, Instagram, everything, all, all the platforms, but you know, it's all here too. I mean, you know, the great thing about the internet now is you can live wherever you want, but there are a lot of, as you know, some of the biggest creators in the world have all moved yeah. to LA. I mean, you know? yeah. I, I talked to a lot of creators, they, uh, creators who choose to move here also, yeah. right. Who have lived, grew up somewhere else, live somewhere else. And they, they feel, and I think rightly, I mean, it's not mandatory, but some of them feel like, Hey, like if I want to take the next step, that's right. I got to go to the Mecca. Right. I got to get out of uh, here in LA. (laughs) No, that's exactly right. And it's fun because, you know, you go to the parties and you start to see the people and you go to the events and like, yeah, I think it's, if you really want to take the business serious, you you don't have to, you can live anywhere you want. And I know a lot of people, good friend of mine, Charles Trippi, uh, Guinness book world record for longest vlogger. He lives in Florida and he doesn't want to come out here and he doesn't Mm. need to, which is great for him. He only flies out here for the big events. But I think um, if you really want to, you know, get into it, I think it is good to live here. Yeah. You know? So you've seen, I mean, you've seen a lot in the digital video space over the course of your career, right? Like, like you've been in television now, new media, like what are... What are some things that you've noticed or what, what has been your experience, you know, being in the heart of it for so long? Cause you have, and I think this is interesting too, cause you got a 
lot of creators who, you know, might be 18 years old and the, their, their notion of video content creation is like, do it on the iPhone. Right. Yeah, I know. I know. <laughs> That's how I, they started. I remember like, dude, I'm, I'm older. I'm old school. I remember like, I remember tape to tape editing where you had a big three quarter inch deck and another deck and you'd have to lay it from one tape to the other. And if you screwed up, you had to start from the start again. And then I thought, man, that thing called Avid, we can edit on the computer. That looks like the future to me. And I bet on and that worked out. So, uh, it's been a real, and now to like, see like the quality on the phone. And then I remember when I worked at the network ABC and I had 36 gigabytes of drive space. I had like, as of the editors at the time I had the most drive space. And it's so funny is now you have more than that on a, on right. your key, on your, uh, you know, on your keychain. One of the big things I've noticed was, uh, you know, cause I started in television and, and now everything's jumping to the internet. Uh, I really loved that the Hollywood gatekeepers were losing their control over who got their mm. own show. Yeah. Right. Uh, a friend, a good friend of mine, a uh, partner of mine, a guy named uh, Shay Carl. Um, I remember him calling me and saying, you know, I'm going to start. He used to work at a radio station. He said, I'm going to start vlogging every day. And I thought to myself, you're crazy. Nobody wants to see, you know, a Mormon guy talking about his family. Every, and boy, did I, I thought people were going to get sick <laughs> of him. But like, what's exciting is in the old days, the TV people would have never, oh, Give him a show? Yeah, yeah. We're not giving him a show. Yeah, we're not. Right. Forget that guy. But I love that now anybody can have a show and it doesn't really matter what Hollywood thinks. If yeah. you have a talent or if you have a niche or you have a, you have a shot, right? So and, awesome. And that's what I love. It's, it, it's really uh, uh, giving everybody a true shot at doing what they love. Yeah. As I think about that, right, it's easier than it ever has been to right. create content. And to get your story out there. Right. And now some of the challenge as a creator in really any space is how do you get people to watch it? How do you stand out in this sort of like avalanche of, of content that people can consume? Yeah. Um, and that kind of goes back to our earlier point of like, man, if you love what you do and you're creating awesome stuff, like people, people are going to come check it out. Yeah. And, and, and another suggestion too is like, you know, some people think, oh, I don't have a lot of followers, but if you have a niche, you're not expected to have a lot of followers. And that actually can pay you more money. You know, for instance, if you're specifically fishing, well, mm -hmm. uh, uh, or if you're a generic vlogger, well, who is a fishing pole company going to pay more for the generic vlogger or the fishing channel? Yeah. The specificity of that is going to get you more money. Yeah. So, uh, don't think because you don't have a lot of, uh, viewership that, you know, you can't make a living at it. I know people with, you know, only getting like 30,000, uh, 30,000 followers, uh, they're making a full-time living at that. It's amazing. Yeah. yeah. And, and to think, right. I mean, cause from when you started on YouTube, right. 2006, people weren't making a living. That wasn't even possible. No. Right. Yeah. And then now like you can, there's a lot of people that like, that's what they want to do. I saw a study recently. Uh, this stat was just nuts of, um, I, I think it was done in the UK of people under 18. What do you want to be when you grow up or no, right. under, under 13? Right. And over a third said, I want to be a YouTube influencer. Right. I, I love that. They don't want to be yeah. rock stars. They don't want to be yeah. like basketball players or firemen. They Doctor, want to be YouTubers. Right? Yeah. They want to be YouTubers. Yeah. And it's crazy because I know a lot of kids, uh, I saw a lot of people, I saw this happen to Maker where there were kids like paying their parents' houses off. Wow. And they were wow. like these gamers and stuff like, yeah. Hey uh, dad, and, and here's the mortgage, your house. Like what? Yeah. I paid your house off. I mean, it's pretty cool. Timothy DeLaghetto did that for his parents and it's just really cool to, to kind of see this thing happening now. I, I just, I, I love it. I just, yeah. I really love it. And that's why uh, I felt obligated to, once again, Social Blue Book is to share the values, especially with the smaller creators where every penny counts. Yeah. 
because these are the guys who need it the most. So, uh, yeah, very passionate about the whole creator business. Really cool. So I've seen, um, remind me, is it Tay? Tay's on day, chocolate rain. Tay's on day, chocolate rain. Tell us a little bit about that story. I've seen him on stage with you. I've seen you guys, but like, for, for, he was one of the first viral videos. Is that right? Just like take a walk, walk the, the audience. I'll tell back you, yeah, that. yeah. So Tay, Tay is, you know, he's a, he's an icon in the, uh, in, in the, uh, creator world, the influencer world. And, uh, he, um, you know, he was going to be a professor and he's a good friend of mine. And, uh, he, uh, one day, uh, recorded chocolate rain and uploaded onto YouTube and it got, I think to date, don't hold me to it, but I know it's over a hundred million. I think you got like 112, maybe 115 million views to date on just that one video. And to give you an idea of it, I think last year's Super Bowl was, it, it killed it. Uh, it was a close game. And I think it got 112 yeah. million views. Yeah. So here's a guy in his apartment, you know, or his house, his back bedroom, whatever, and uh, gets 115 million <laughs> views. So it just goes to show you, it's like, it's, you know, now we can't go anywhere together. When I'm with, with Tay, you know, we're at like the events and stuff. And even though it's, it's a, it's an older video, you know, he, we stopped to take some pictures with creators and next thing you know, a line in wow. he, and we're stuck there for like 10 minutes. So Tay will have to say walking selfie, walking selfie. And he'll, he'll try to walk and take selfies and he wants to be nice to everybody, but it's crazy to see how that one video changed his life. Yeah. So true. So true. So. In the, and you guys remind me where you're at Woodland Hills. Is that where? No, we're really on the uh, Westlake Village area. Westlake Village. Yeah. Yep. I knew it was W. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's right. You're close. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, are there particular like communities in the LA ecosystem that have been helpful for you being an entrepreneur? Like you've created a company, you've sold a company, you've been at big businesses, you've started your own, like you've done a lot of amazing things. Are there, are there, what, what has been helpful in the LA ecosystem along that way? Right. People. Um, certain communities that you're a part well, you of. You know, it seems like, you know, uh, there's now, a, I mean, you know, what the, what they call it, they call it Silicon Beach here. Mm-hmm. You know, there's a whole startup scene here now, which, you know, when I first start, when I first came here, it really didn't exist, but now it's, it's everywhere. It's like, so it's exciting to, you know, see all the different events and all the different play. Like last night, uh, I was at an event at UCLA where it was just a bunch of entrepreneurs, uh, you know, talking about, you know, their struggles and how they came about. And, and it was great to get there and mingle with other entrepreneurs and, mm-hmm. and talk about your problems and ask the questions that you currently have and, and get answers back from people who have sold companies for half a billion dollars. Wow. And if I didn't live in LA, I wouldn't be able to ask those questions or be at that event. So it's things like that. And once again, the entertainment industry is here, TV, film. It seems like all of my internet friends want to go on to do television and film or music. So it's another great thing about LA is the entertainment business is here. Mm-hmm. You know, all aspects of it is here. Um, if you're looking to try to raise the money, uh, it's here. Uh, you know, so it's, it's just a huge opportunity, uh, for those that want to be in the entertainment business. Yeah. So Chad, what, uh, are, are there, LA companies that you find really inspirational or you aspire to be, or you think, um, you know, that, that you would give a shout out to, um, as being, you know, doing really innovative stuff. Um, I think you guys are magic links. Am I allowed to say that? <laughs> uh, I say that. I, I think I didn't ask for that, but yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. I think like, you know, like companies that, uh, once again are coming up with great business tools to help creators and little people. Um, I'll plug, 
Brian's Magic Links. He basically, uh, you know, for creators who find a product they want to, uh, that they like, that they want to sell, you can go to Magic Links and find a link for that product. And then you'll make a percentage on all of the sales that you help generate for that product. And that's just another clever way, a brilliant way that creators can make money doing what they love, right? Mm -hmm. And it might not be a ton of money, but it's another way. I mean, so I, I, you know, uh, that's a, that's your company, a small company, but some of the bigger ones that are here, I mean, you know, I don't know. I've always looked up to, you know, I, the Hollywood. I mean, of course you get here and then it's like not as it appears, but I always love that, you know, ABC, NBC, mm-hmm. the studio, the lots were here, you know, mm-hmm. uh, the back lots where they shoot all the movies, you know, Universal Studios, where, you know, I, I, that always got me motivated and pumped up because, you know, I wanted to be an entertainer. So, yeah. uh, but you know, and those people are, those companies are all here. So, um, I don't know yeah. if that answers your question. But. And a little, a little down South too, right? A little South of LA. Um, you guys have done some work with, with TubeBuddy recently. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. TubeBuddy, Phil, uh, Sarkovich, the whole gang at TubeBuddy, uh, really, really, um, these guys created like media management tools that help creators specifically on YouTube. Um, it helps them, uh, you know, they've got these great tools that can, you know, for instance, if you want to change your end plate on, you know, uh, you know, on a thousand different videos at once, you can do it within like five seconds. So they have these time saving tools that, uh, just, you know, are just incredible when you're trying to grow as a, a, a new YouTuber, for instance, like, you know, how do you know what tags to put in your YouTube video? Well, TubeBuddy will give you what tags will go to the top of the search results. Right. Mm-hmm. And, uh, you know, it's just, it, they're tools like that, which were really well thought out that will really empower you as a new YouTuber in the business. So yeah, love great, great call TubeBuddy. Love those guys. Yeah. What I admire about them too, it's like, they're all engineers yeah. And, they, and they just like, they're like, we want to build amazing product. Yeah. And, and they do and it. Then, they don't wait yeah. around for, <laughs> yeah. we, we don't, we just do it. They don't need, yeah. they don't need to raise money. They just build it. Yeah. Yeah. It's awesome. Um, so one of the things we love to ask guests on the show is how can the LA startup community help you? Um, if you had an ask to the LA community, um, what, what comes to mind? What, how can we help support you and your business? Um, I would think just through word of mouth, just by doing a show like this where we can, tell people about our tool set and what we offer. Um, that would be the biggest thing would be to you know, tell people, Hey, if you're a new creator and you need business tools to broker deals, go to social blue book. So that would be <laughs> the biggest thing that would help me um, that I can think of. Yeah, that's great. I think, you know, a lot of, a lot of startup companies, one of the hardest things is like, how do people like, the world really doesn't care about what you're doing. You right. know? So how do you get, how do you get your name out there? How do you, how do you like create some of that buzz and, and, you know, create those type of opportunities? Um, so w- how, how can people, w- is socialbluebook.com? Yeah. Socialbluebook.com. Um, what are the best uh, ways to find, find the company and sign up? Once again, it's socialbluebook.com and um, it's free. Um, you can come in, sign up and find out your value for your, you know, if you have an Instagram, you only have 250 followers, no worries. You have a value. So you could come and, you know, play with it and see what you think. And then the way, once again, it's, well, how do you guys make money? Well, we make money on the transactions. If we bring you uh, an advertiser or a brand, we take a small transaction fee for that. Or if Mm -hmm. you use our tools to broker the deal, like I said, you send a proposal out, it gets accepted. Social Blue Book takes 5% from the creator side. So 
um, that's where you find us and that's how it works. Perfect. Um, and if people want to connect with you, uh, yeah, I'm Chad at socialbluebook.com. Okay. Um, and can you just spell your name for folks? So they, so C H A D at socialbluebook.com. Amazing. Chad, it's been a pleasure connecting today. Thanks so much for your time on the show. Cool. Thank you. And uh, so with that, everyone, we wrap up uh, today's episode with Chad Saley, CEO and co-founder of Social Blue Book. Once again, I'm Brian Nickerson. I'm guest hosting We Are LA Tech. And with that, we're out. Thanks. Bye, guys. We Are LA Tech is independently funded by the community. We couldn't make this happen without your support. If you too want to contribute to We Are LA Tech and see us making the podcast, building the mobile apps, creating the events year after year, consider contributing at patreon.com. That's P-A-T-R-E-O-N.com slash We Are LA Tech. Thank you. We appreciate you. Thank you for being a listener of the We Are LA Tech podcast. To support and collaborate with the community, become an MVL Most Valuable Listener at wearelatech.love. Linked in the show notes.